Hello, everyone. I'm John Pinto, and you're listening to TWWD. That's what we do. And today, my guest is Jonathan Raj, also known as JR, and he's the co-founder of this company called MCO Lab. And in case you're wondering what MCO Lab means, he's here to explain it to you later. But today, we're going to talk about a brand called Confidence. And this is a brand that basically produces, uh, well, it's, it's a brand of a set of t-shirts, which uh, has got some really interesting messages on them. And we're going to talk about that uh, more in in today's podcast. Uh, I guess, first of all, Jonathan, tell us more about yourself, Jonathan, and why MCO Lab? What brought you here? Hi, everyone. So uh, my name is Jonathan. Uh, I'm, you can call me John or JR. So uh, today I'm here to talk about MCO Lab and the brand Confidence. So uh, let me start dive into the company name first, MCO Lab. So John, you're asking why did we come up with MCO Lab, right? Yeah, because, because it's sort of like, you know, MCO movement control order. That's the only thing that comes to my mind. So is it because <laughs> the company was formed during the MCO or does it have a different meaning altogether? There's too many meanings to it. So basically... The first thing is definitely because the company is formed during the MCO. So uh, we wanted something to remind us about this pandemic and the movement control order. So definitely that's one of the reasons we came up with MCO. Second thing is Malaysian Clothing Organization. Right. Okay. (laughs) So uh, in future plans, we never know that we might have an association or an organization that uh, combines all the brands in Malaysia, Malaysian-made brands under one line, which is the Malaysian Clothing Organization. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we never know, right? So we, that was the second thing. And the third thing and the funny part about this MCO Lab is because uh, MCO Lab was co-founded by three of us. Mm-hmm. So basically, an Indian, mm-hmm. a Chinese, and a Malay mix who is not a Malay. A Malay mix who is not a Malay. How do you, <laughs> how do you explain that? <laughs> He's a Malay mixed with Thai, but he's definitely not a Malay. So we consider him as others. So <laughs> the name goes by Macha, Chinese, and others. Right. So M is for Macha. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, the typical Indian calling name, Macha. Okay. And, and, what, and what really inspired you to do this whole MCO lab thing? Like why? why yeah. What, what, what came up to this? Okay, so uh, basically, uh, the story started when one of our co-founders' birthday was in March. So me and a friend was talking like, um, it would be nice to give him a t-shirt that says something controversial. Mm-hmm. So we were just like uh, discussing about it. And it was like, we can't find this kind of t-shirts here in Malaysia because it's too controversial. For example, um, halal by day, haram by night. <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> right. So this kind of this kind of t-shirts is very controversial. It might put you in hot soup and things like that, you know. So we were like discussing about it, and the idea just hit me. It was like, uh, maybe we should do it ourselves. Right. And I I I went to Ash. I told him like, Hey Ash, um, do you want to start a clothing line? And he was like, Let's do it. And I went to another friend of ours, Alex. He's a photographer. So we brought him in as well. And he was like, okay, let's do this. And that's how the whole MCO thing started. So uh, in the beginning, uh, we didn't have a company name. We didn't have a brand name. 
and we started uh, like brainstorming for it, you know. So the first name that actually came before confidence was formed, we actually came up with the name called Pearl Satu, Pearl Satu. <laughs> like it's so, is it reference to the political party as well? It kind it 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 wasn't, but it kind of connected to it. So right. technically, when you look when you look at the name, it's actually beer B E E R apostrophe uh-huh. one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So okay. beer beer one or beer satu. So why we came up with the name was because when we were discussing like the ideas behind this, it's like we every time have a beer with us. Mm-hmm. So it was like associates to us the drink beer. So beer satu. But the thing was the name didn't really connect to me. So uh, I took a few days to actually think about it. I told Ash that the name is doesn't hit the spot. So when you look at it, like you go around telling people that, oh, the brand name is Beer Satu, Beer One. It doesn't really spark anything from that name. It's funny, of course, it will go viral, but it just doesn't give a meaning to the name. So I actually took a few days to actually think about it, like um, what brand can we associate to ourselves, the three of us. So I came up with this thing called Confidence. Right. So when you look when you look at the three of us, I'm not sh- uh, not sure if you've met Alex, but you definitely met Ash. Mm-hmm. So Ash and me and Alex, we have one thing in common. We are very confident. Right. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you ask my friends around me, it's like uh, I used to be like, you know, whatever they throw at you is like, oh yeah, sure, can do. Even if Ash throws something at me, I was like, yeah, okay, can. And then he'll be like cracking his head. He's like. This guy is not working. He's not doing it. But why is he so confident saying yes? You know? So uh, that's the kind of thing that I associate myself with. So I'm a very confident person and whatever situation that I'm put into, uh, I'm very confident that I can handle it. So I wanted to associate the brand to ourselves. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I wanted to do something that connects more deeper with the meaning. So that's why when you look at the confidence brand, the I in the confidence is actually a semicolon. Mm-hmm. What, so what does what, that signify? So what does semicolon mean? So when you actually Google semicolon, uh, it associates more to mental health awareness. Mm-hmm. So uh, I believe that mental health awareness is currently being overlooked because this, it's a very stressful time right now with the pandemic going on, people losing their jobs, um, this mental health awareness comes in in a very different ways. There's harassment, there's stress, and a lot of different things. So when you look at mental health awareness, right, people that um, go through depression and things like that, they lose their confidence. They, they are down all the time. They actually really don't know what to do. They lose their confidence. So I wanted to associate the brand to these kind of things. I want people to know that they have to be confident all the time, no matter what. So the meaning of the semicolon is basically saying that your story did not end. It's just continuing. So semicolon is also used by authors mainly to, uh, when you read books, right? Some sentences end with a semicolon because the author did not want to end the sentence. It's just that it stops, but it continues later on. Mm -hmm. So uh, I wanted to put that in and I kind of like the brand. I love the, I did so much and I pitched it to Ash and Alex and they kind of loved it too. And that's how confidence was born. 
So we had the brand in hand, but we don't, didn't have a company name and things like that. So we were brainstorming for the company name and Ash really wanted MCO. He was <laughs> like, mm, MCO, I really want MCO. So I was like, okay, let's, we came up with a few other names at the back. So it's like, we tried to register Malaysian clothing organization, uh, MCO Sandra Berhad, but it was rejected. Hmm, why so, Did they give you a reason why it was rejected? Uh, I guess it's because it's associated with MCO Movement Control Order. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's when we came up with four other names at the back, like MCO Designs, MCO something, something. And then I said, like, let's just do MCO Lab mm-hmm. because uh, MCO Lab is the place where we brew our designs. So mm-hmm. that's how MCO Lab came about. Right. Okay. So there's like, as you were talking, there's like so many questions sparking out in my head. So I'm yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna slow down and take it one by one. Uh, I I I sort of I like that association of the semicolon with mental health. I think that's quite a, a worldwide symbol, uh, yes. which which basically means you know you pause when when things are tough you pause, but it's the pause is only temporary. It's not a full stop. It's a semicolon, right? I think I think yeah. that's pretty cool. But I guess I guess one of my questions is that how how do you associate the whole confidence and mental health and all that to the the what 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 you may call the uh, controversial messagings on the t-shirt like how are these associated okay so that's the thing uh, the thing when I came up with this uh, confidence with the semicolon right the idea behind mental health awareness is for the future mm-hmm. so it's something that I want to do in the future because I want people to know like even though you're going through anything just uh, be confident uh, and how do I associate with the designs is in the future I'm going to we are going to have designs that associates to mental health awareness. It's like codes that uh, keep you up, give you confidence. Uh, it's codes that actually represent yourself. So of course, in order to get the brand out big and for people to know you, you need to be controversial nowadays. <laughs> okay. So, and, and that's one of the reasons why we are starting off with very controversial designs. For example, like, Recently, the Asian hate was going on um, as a big thing. Mm-hmm. So we had a design that says, um, you hate us because you can't be us. <laughs> Hashtag stop Asian hate. Ah, uh, burn. And, <laughs> and we also came up with uh, designs for LGBTQ as well. So uh, the design says that, um, let's get one thing straight. I'm not. And my favorite design is definitely was the one that I came up first with uh, is to associate Daddy Kasi with Daddy Kasi. <laughs> so it basically says that I, I flaunt because it's Daddy Kasi and not Daddy Kasi. Right. Is it, is, it in, is it in some way sponsored by a certain company as well? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So that... So definitely this kind of controversial ideas, we really have a lot like, um, you know, things like uh, Asian hate, uh, LGBT, because we know that LGBTQ has no clothing line out there. Mm -hmm. It's like when we did our research, it was like zero clothing line out there for them. So we wanted to do that as well. And yeah, there's a lot of controversial uh, designs on our mind. Like recently when the MCO 3.0 was uh, announced Mm -hmm. and the SOPs were not out, Ash actually came up with an idea to just print a t-shirt, mana SOP kami, and walk around Selangor. <laughs> so did so that, that materialize or not? No, it didn't. 
because we, we we currently are just in the beginning stage so we don't have our own printer we have to rely on a third parties to print our t-shirts and things like that so uh, time is definitely a very big thing for us right now so if we come up with the idea we can't actually print it out immediately so we have to wait we have to send it to the printers let them print it takes about a week to two weeks for the design to finally come out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so sometimes it's a, long, it's a long process yes so when we have like sudden sparks of ideas we can't actually straight away materialize it we have to take our time we have to wait for it Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, I, have a, I have another question in my mind. So, because you started out by saying how people could get into hot soup for this kind of, uh, you know, stuff, messaging and wearing clothes like this and stuff. So, yeah. what, what is your, really, what is your perception of, uh, like, to, to what extent can you actually get into hot soup in Malaysia for wearing a t-shirt like this? Or is it more of a perceived fear than an actual fear? Okay, I would say that you can get hot into hot soup for things like Uh, political stuff, mm-hmm. uh, religious stuff, and definitely if you talk about uh, the king and queen or things like that, it's definitely it's a it's a no no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a perceived fear when like it's more to like people are not confident enough to wear their thoughts. So there's things like you want to say, "Aku bawa kereta macam barua," but nobody will be wearing that. So. One thing that I want to associate with the brand is you're confident enough to wear anything. So yeah, of course, you don't talk about uh, the king or queen, political stuff. You don't bash politicians and things like that. It will definitely bring you into hot soup. So recently, I think you guys are aware of uh, the hashtag #TenKiko. Mm, yep, 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 definitely. So <laughs> that that idea actually came to us as well. We wanted to like uh, associate some. T-shirt with that, but then in the end we decided not to mm. because you too know that would it's too controversial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, it's fifty-fifty. I would say it's like some things is definitely a no-no, and others are definitely is the is their uh, mindset. It's like people are scared, the fear to uh, land them in trouble. They think that okay, uh, if I wear this, people are going to look at me one time. Uh, maybe I'll get into trouble and things like that. Right. So if I understand you correctly, right, basically what what you're promoting is a sort of like um, it's going against the perceived notion of fear, but yes. at the same time you you sort of have a line as well. So if if I if I hear you correctly, your line is that no no political stuff and uh, yeah. What what exactly is your line? Like how how do you draw that line? What won't you cross? <laughs> uh, if you ask me, I want to cross everything. <laughs> But uh, it's definitely we have to be uh, because Malaysia is a very multicultural uh, uh, country. Mm-hmm. So religious stuff is definitely a no-no to me because I believe that there has to be mutual respect for everyone. So when we talk about extreme religious stuff, of course I want to do stuff like haram by day, uh, halal by day, haram by night, and things like that. Mm-hmm. But we have to put a lot of thought to it that we don't provoke any religious things. So definitely, religious is thing is number one for me for us. So is so, that coming out or not? Is that haram by day? Uh, ha- what halal by day, haram by night? Is that is that T-shirt coming out or not? <laughs> uh, I would say it's fifty fifty right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I definitely want to do it, but we have to look at like how people. You know, when you look at the masses in Malaysia, definitely it's going to spark some. Anger from the religious people, 
but mm. at the same time we also know that currently uh, i think more people most malaysians are very open minded right now they are they can take a joke it's just that the certain people that might uh, get triggered by this kind of things mm. so of course when we draw the line definitely religious things is definitely number one mm-hmm. uh, number two is political Right. and we we would definitely not want to uh go into any political side when we are doing this okay but even if political to to what extent would you like are you are you going to keep away from anything at all that's political or is there a line within the line that there is def- definitely i would say there's a line within the line because um i want to also associate uh i mean partner up with people like undi 18 and things like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i had i had designs planned um for only 18 as well so that is something that is our rights mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. when we malaysians are actually fighting for our rights maybe in the future if we get bersay again uh i would definitely like to go into with bersay as well but of course nothing more than like bashing politicians or trash talking them and things like that with the t-shirt you know definitely not there that that's where mm-hmm. i draw my line Right. So to our listeners who are currently active with the Undi 18 group as well as those who are with NGOs, these are the guys you should look for. And we'll tell you how to find them much later today. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, back back to the whole yeah, so so you're not going to bash politicians, is that correct? Yes. Okay, but then what if like what if you part of fighting for your rights means that you have to uh confront certain political groups or or people even like hmm. how how would you deal with that because like for instance even even undi 18 right they actually they literally sued the government yeah uh, you know so like uh with, with with groups like this you you might i would say that 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 line that you've drawn is a bit hard to toe so my question is like how are you going to manage that okay i would say that uh okay my idea of when i talk about uh, bashing this political stuff and things like that right um there's a certain way to do things so of course wearing a t-shirt walking around uh outside bashing people is definitely not something that I want to do like you say the undi 18 they are actually suing the government and things like this mm-hmm. so that is going through the proper channel the proper line so mm-hmm. of course they have t-shirts like that's not too bad they have like mana undi kami or have something saying about like uh, get the undi 18 pass but definitely it's not like saying like oh this government is stupid uh they are not doing it. of course you can see a lot of that in twitter facebook hashtag this mm-hmm. hashtag that yes i think that certain things that you have to be harsh but there's a lot of things that you can do it in a very decent way right so of of course it, that's my perception that's my perception because i don't like to like uh be harsh on things right so it's a, so it's it, interesting because it's like you you're being controversial but responsible at the same time <laughs> uh, which which i think is a, is a, is an interesting mix because i don't think uh i don't know it's it's i guess i guess when when you when you start having controversial messages especially here in asia uh, yeah. or particularly so in malaysia right it it starts yeah. to be seen as if you're being a bit irresponsible and you don't really care about the harmony and the peace of the nation and so on but but i see like like you're you're trying to to do a real good balancing act i don't know how good it is because we don't know how far it, it can go yet but <laughs> but i sure but i sure do hope to see a lot of these uh, t-shirts coming out because it, it'd be I, interesting to see how you guys influence the sphere you know 
I mean, I'm a very diplomatic person, but <laughs> yes, of course, I have a lot of shit on my mind as well. It's like, um, like you see, like the Teddy Kasi shit, uh, and the Asian hate, uh, LGBTQ. We have a lot, and then I we have also like uh, t-shirts that for singles, for couples, a lot of ideas like that. That you know, the main idea behind confidence is you have to be confident doing anything you want, even though you know that it's going to fail. Right. So it's like okay, you know that you're not sure if this is going to work out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but but you're confident enough to do it. For example, we had this idea of like uh, coming up with our own cryptocurrency, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so we call we called it Bit Shilling. <laughs> so Bit Shilling, we're not sure if it's going to be profitable, but it's no harm to try, right? So, so you, that you, kind, you guys seem to be completely risk uh, like the the total opposite of risk averse. Like in every way possible. <laughs> so it's like it's like you know what it's like whatever you throw at us, yeah, we are confident to handle it. Mm-hmm. So and that's how like I want to associate the brand in the future with a lot of mental health issues and things like that as well. So whatever you go through in life, you have to be confident to actually come up successful from it. Right, and and I I, I also see this this. Potentially, some connection between what you're doing to get uh, with the whole idea of free speech, particularly in Asia and you know uh, Malaysia yeah. in particular, right? So, yeah. like, like for instance, even when you talk about things like uh, the whole, you know, uh, what what's that again? Uh, halal by day, haram by night, right? Yes. Or or even having messages that are LGBTQ centric, which is you know these are things that are needed, but at the same time, you know, it's it's sort of like people are afraid to to say these things because they are afraid that they might be punished for saying those things which is actually a sign of like uh, it's it's uh, a sign that freedom of speech has not reached its peak in our country let's say yes right so i i see that what you guys are doing is sort of like you're you're sort of expanding that gap a little bit you know uh breaking up that that crack in the wall so 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 called you know to to expand yeah, the whole freedom of speech i think I think people are not actually scared of being punished. Mainly, I think we as a human, I think most of us are scared of being judged. Mainly, mm. Mm. so when we talk about like the design of haram, uh, halal by day, haram by night, it's very religious thing, you know. So of course, the people that are associated to it, they might be the fear of wearing it would be because they scared they are being judged by the dress. Mm-hmm. So I think that mainly Asians, right, and uh, especially Malaysians, we are scared that we are being judged by other people. So you know, it's the Asian culture. Like when you go home, or what, uh, your parents will be telling you that, um, why are you doing this? Uh, what would other people say? Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, as an Asian, we all go through that as well. So you know, the main thing is, I want to, we want to get that perception out. You know, it's like you don't. Think about what other people are going to say. Do what makes you happy. You know, it's one mm. of the things as well. Mm. So I, I'm just wondering now, uh, thinking about it, right? I mean, on the one hand, I I agree with what you're doing. Uh, in a lot of ways, I agree with what you're doing because you're trying to like broaden the scope of free speech. You're trying to tell people that it's okay to have your opinions out there. You know, yeah. Although people people might judge you, and that's their right to actually judge you and criticize you, but yeah. that's not to stop you from actually saying what you want to say. Right, yep. but then I'm also I'm also questioning like what what do you see is the other side of that extreme? Do you think that anything could be could go wrong in that? Mm, I mean, definitely there is chances for things to go wrong. 
Hmm. But uh, we actually don't really care about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's like um, you want to give us trouble, yeah, just throw it at us. You know, we are we are uh, confident to handle this, and that's the thing. There's certain things that we draw the line at. Right. So you know, like I was saying, like religious things, uh, government stuff. There's certain things that we withdraw the line. Of course, we don't want to go into jail or put under certain trouble, you know. But yeah, uh, whatever criticism that we are going to get is like definitely if we come up with the haram, halal by day, haram by night, we are going to be criticized badly. Mm-hmm. But we are definitely ready for it because it's something fun. It's like uh, I'm pretty sure there's tons of people that would wear that T-shirt <laughs> in Malaysia. It's just that uh, how are we going to market it out? And yeah, Ash will be the one of them that wearing it as well. <laughs> <laughs> so well, yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think that's interesting. Uh, I I like how it's, well, it's it's sort of like what what you're doing is you're you're promoting this thing, but you're you're also playing within the scope of the law. You're not actually breaking the law as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you're also you're sort of walking that thin line, lah. So, like, if if the you know if if it's like you're balancing a rope between breaking the law and not breaking the law, <laughs> which is kind of interesting because I think I think it is people like this who actually sort of push that that uh you know expand the boundaries a little further. And again, I'm not I'm not condoning breaking the law, but I yeah. do think that you know uh, I do I do believe in freedom of speech and I do believe that people should be allowed to express what they say. But I also believe they should be criticized, lah. Where, 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 as and where possible. That's true. <laughs> so With criticism is how you grow, actually. Yeah, yeah, and and that's that's I guess I guess that's uh, pretty cool. So back to the lines that you draw, right? So that's uh, no extreme political stuff like politician bashing and stuff like that. Uh, yep. Religious stuff is also something that you would want to avoid as much as possible. Is there any other lines that you draw? I think this is the two main thing that we draw right now. Because mm-hmm. the rest, we are open to go as far as we can. Right, right. Okay, that's cool. Uh, let's see. I wanted to and ask... when and when you're saying that uh, we are balancing a very thin line, right? I think that's. I'm not sure about Ash. Ash doesn't balance mm-hmm. things. He just go for everything. But uh, from <laughs> for me, I think uh, I think it really associates to who I am, and uh, I think I'm also a Libra, so. Mm-hmm. I really balance out the good and bad of everything before I actually do it. So, yeah, I've never actually broken the law. Technically, I don't even double park. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's where I draw this line. Like, like you say, balance, you have to be, okay, I, you have to be bad boy, kind of white, but you also have to go through with the law. Right. That's I mean- my perception. Yeah, I think I think that's very interesting because I think it's healthy to be able to integrate the the bad and the good because if you're hundred percent good, it's I mean like where where exactly is the bad side going? You know, so you're probably yep. either repressing it and it it comes out in one part of your life that you don't show to people, or True. you know you you end up living a double life, which is not exactly the best way to go. Uh, but yeah, I like I like that emphasis on on balance over there. Uh, yeah. So so my next question would be when can we expect the t-shirts to be out? Okay, technically, one of our t-shirts is already out. So mm-hmm. what we did was we wanted to do something for Hari Raya. Mm-hmm. So the design is a very simple design that just says, uh, just do it. So D-U-I-T. Just do it, Raya. And then with a uh, thick sign and the ketupat hanging there. 
so it's a very simple thing to just actually kick off something for Raya, you know. So we have already taken orders and the T-shirt should be arriving soon right, by right. end of this week before, before the start of Raya. Okay, but I don't get the controversy there. Is there something controversial about Do It Raya? No. Okay. So this There's is one of those. controversial, na? Yeah, it's just something that uh, to associate with Nike, just do it. Right, right. Okay, okay. Right, I've seen, I mean, I've seen a number of T-shirts who, who you know, sort of uh, associate with those big brands by semi-copying yes. what they do and then, you know, doing something else. Yeah, but I think also another thing that when we talk about like uh, these controversial messages on T-shirts, right? Mm-hmm. There is a lot out there in Malaysia right now where you, if you walk down Petaling Street, you go to Pasamalams and things like that, there's tons of it. But mm-hmm. what is missing when I see all these T-shirts is definitely the quality. Hmm. So, uh, of course, you have brands, big brands like Pastel and Mota. And then there's also uh, Lansi. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it. Yep, yep. So, so these brands are already out there. They are having controversial messages as well. Not say very controversial, like it's just the design and uh, the idea behind it. But the quality is also there. Hmm. But when you look at controversial messages, like what we are trying to do, right? The quality is definitely not there. It's like, it's a very like cheap kind of t-shirts. So I'm, uh, I'm really into fashion and uh, clothing line like this and Ash likes it as well. And uh, I wanted something that is very quality, very good quality. Something like, you know, when you're wearing it out, it doesn't shrink, it doesn't uh, loosen, your collar is always tight and things like that. So I'm also trying to emphasize all this into the brand as well. Hmm. So yeah. I, I just, I just want to ask you, I think, one further question about, about the brand itself. So because you mentioned that there are other clothings out there that have controversial messaging, but I'm just curious to know how many of them actually do, and maybe, maybe if you know, you could just let me know, like how many of them actually do messaging that is particular to the Malaysian uh, situation, let's say? Uh, I think if you look at uh, Appam, mm-hmm. Appam has a lot of um, Malaysian inspired I, clothings yeah i think i think there's a store in in bangsa we left one right? yes bangsa right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they have things like uh just lepak la, or something like that you know it's a very malaysian kind of clothing but it's not controversial right it's not it's, really it's not controversial it's mm-hmm. not really controversial and uh if you look at lansi mm-hmm. lansi has some controversial things uh, but lansi mainly caters to the chinese market if i would say right you know chinese market and also all this uh underground markets such as uh, the kicks of uh, hip- hip-hop and R&B rappers and things like that. So they started by catering to this market. So they have a lot of controversial messages like uh, we didn't come this far to only make it this far. Mm-hmm. And they have things like uh, daddy in the sheets, father on the streets. Right, so but that's, that's th- a different kind of controversial. Yes. Right. It's not, it's not really based on any particular issue. Right. It's, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about like, okay, people going for controversial issues, like maybe Denkika or, mm-hmm. you know, Undi 18, there is t-shirts, but this are like, it's not going out there in a big scale. It's like underground kind of thing, you know, it's like, you have to like really look for it. It's not mm-hmm. out there. So if you just walk past Petaling Street or Sampasamalam, you might see a t-shirt that has a controversial message on it. But it's not like being mass produced or things like that. What about the LGBTQ issue? Like, do you, have, do you is are there T-shirts that focus on that in the Malaysian context? 
no, there is currently zero LGBTQ T-shirts. Mm-hmm. So, so it's when, like, uh, so when is your you guys? When are you guys gonna come up with that? Like, when's that? Uh, the design is ready. Uh, currently, once our Raya T-shirt is out and running, I think we'll be releasing it soon on our Instagram as well, and we'll be taking orders probably on Shopee and Instagram. Mm. So I would safely say by end of the month, the design will be out on uh, for order. Right. So, so this is the one. This is the one on. Uh, wait. Uh, let's get one thing straight. I'm not. That's that's the one. Yes. Yes. Right. That's okay. all. <laughs> There's a few more <laughs> others that uh, we haven't actually solidified the idea yet. We have something like uh, something to do with food panda as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like it's a pink T-shirt that says that I will deliver food to your stomach or things like that. You know, it's not controversial, <laughs> but it's something. Something funny, you know. Right. It's like because the idea is we don't want to go all out controversial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's going to be controversial ones, but of course, we want something like funny and uh, light hearted as well. So when it comes to things like the LGBTQ uh, messaging and stuff like that, because it's it's sort of like a, I would say it's it's quite a controversial issue, especially in Malaysia, as you know. Yes. Like lately, you know, it's it's been on the news and and things like that. Like how what well first of all. Uh, what what do you what how do you expect your t-shirts to contribute to that situation? And uh, secondly, like what's what's the backlash that you look forward to? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay, so first things first, we want people to be confident about who they are. Mm. So if you are, uh, I mean uh, LGBTQ or something like that, you just wear what you are. You know, you but, just but, say. But then again, you know, out. you know, this is actually like uh, it's it's sort of. A criminal offense for for some people at least, uh, for you know if, if you're if you're a Muslim and you're LGBT, and you come yeah. out, and you know sexual uh, you know um what what they call unnatural sexual acts right, is yes. actually still criminalized in Malaysia. That's true. So so like so, how yeah. how do you balance between coming out and and not going to jail? <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, I I I mean the market is huge out there. Of course, if you expect uh the Muslims to wear that t-shirt out it will be very less percentage of people that will be buying it mm-hmm. but definitely on the other markets of the other races they are they will be more open to wearing it so mm-hmm. we did the photo shoots and things like that with the t-shirt already and it kind of looks good and i'm pretty much confident that there will be a lot of people that wants to wear it mm-hmm. it's just that i'm not sure that which percentage of the market is going to go for it. So, of course, when you talk about uh, Muslims coming at us, they would definitely come at us. Mm. They would definitely come at us because um, uh, it's something that is frowned upon and it's uh, actually against the law. Mm. But uh, I would say that uh, that's one thing that I want people to know. is like, be who you are. Don't be afraid. Mm. You know, Just put yourself out there. Just be who you are. Well, it's it's not just Muslims actually, because if if you look at the way the law is phrased, like unnatural sexual acts, even even a non-Muslim could actually be charged for that. Like if if you were caught, it's just that that law is not used except for political reasons, and I think we all know that, right? Yeah. So yeah, so it's it's quite interesting to see how this. I mean, like on the one hand, of course, wearing a T-shirt is not against the law at all, right? Yeah. So that's that's absolutely fine. But like you said, you know, it takes a lot of courage to, to number one, wear something like that out. And number two, yep. claim such an identity in a, in a space where there's a lot of stigma against such identities. So I'm wondering, how does your T-shirt contribute to that? Like, 
the whole building up of of confidence let's say with with these people we have a pretty much a few ideas that we are planning to do actually we are planning to do a lot of uh, marketing videos to actually walk down the street interview people mm. and i would say that the main thing that how we are going to build up the courage for people to actually be confident is definitely in our marketing strategy that's very important because how we send out the message is like how for example this lgbtq t-shirts right is like how, what is the message that we are actually sending out to them how are they going to take the message and be confident to actually wear the t-shirt i mean of course i'm going to send ash out walking on the street wearing it one day as well <laughs> and pretty much we are all going to do it as well but um at this point i would say um we are unsure how people are going to take it definitely because it's something new you mm. have never seen this kind of t-shirts in malaysia there is no one producing this kind of t-shirts mm. so definitely we are unsure of how the market is going to take it will people be open to wearing these t-shirts outside so it's yeah. a very like 50-50 situation right now and yeah but definitely we are confident that we can do it we can make people wear it Mm. Uh, as long as the designs is nice and like you said right uh wearing a t-shirt is not an uh, against the law mm-hmm. so that's one thing that we're going to leverage on i guess so when people actually just i mean you get caught it's like i'm just wearing a t-shirt i'm not gay well although yeah well i i think that's that's interesting although although you know if we want to make reference to history i think i think during one of the bursay rallies as well the word yeah. bursay was made uh illegal Right, yeah. I I still remember that. I think the word Berse was made illegal, so everyone started putting their names instead of Berse. So they wore a yellow T-shirt with like John two point oh or something like that. Yeah, two point oh or something. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this pans out, lah. Uh, because it's also an indicator of the extent to which our country is democratic enough, and it's and true. free enough in terms of uh, you know in terms of freedom of speech. So yeah. yeah, I guess I guess if I if I'm imagining it correctly, you're both anxious and excited, but more excited than anxious. Is that correct? Uh, definitely more excited than anxious because of course the design I want it to go out because we are very confident the design is something that is not out there in Malaysia especially, and there's a lot of ideas because uh, we are booming with ideas right now. We every day we are having different quotes in our mind like okay we should do this we should do that, and whenever we get these ideas we just write it down and. Pretty much, extremely excited for all this to go out, mm-hmm. because I think if I look back at our archive right now, we have like at least about thirty, forty quotes ready to go out as a T-shirt. It's just that the design is not ready. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. exciting times ahead. Now, for those of us who are listening to you on this podcast, how can we reach out to you? Okay, you can find us at Instagram, mm-hmm. confidence underscore by MCO Lab. Confidence underscore by MCO Lab. So we'll be putting that on the description of our podcast later. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah. So so that's is is it Instagram only? Any other avenues as well? YouTube maybe. Ah, uh, currently only Instagram and Facebook. Right. So ah, uh, Facebook is Confidence as well. The same the same name as well. It's just Confidence, and then the username is Confidence underscore by MCO Lab. Mm-hmm. And uh, our orders will be going out through. You can actually directly DM us, or mm-hmm. look for us on Shopee soon. Right. So you'll be on Shopee as well. Yes, we are currently setting up our Shopee account. Okay. Cool. And and I get. Mm. And I I think if it's I want to say like if you want to really know 
what's the brand all about, right? Okay, it's it's like being confident. It's like, okay, I'll give you an example. I'm what kind of confident person I am. Okay, so <laughs> I actually I actually tattooed this brand on me even before <laughs> making the first sale. <laughs> that's that's like tattooing your ex girlfriend's name on you. <laughs> So that's the kind of confidence that I want to sell. So technically, we are not selling T-shirts; we are selling confidence. Right, right. Okay. Wait, are you are you serious though? Did you really tattoo the name of the brand on your? I can show you right now. <laughs> really, really. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So so since since it's all audio, right? Uh, if you really want to see the tattoo on uh, Jr's arm. Uh, I guess you could. I don't know. Would that be on Instagram as well? <laughs> I'm not sure yet. <laughs> it's on my personal one, though. <laughs> It'd be really cool if you, you know, like one of the one of the first shots you actually show them your arm and your t-shirt. And <laughs> that's a good idea. Actually, I should I should probably post it next. <laughs> that's so cool, right? So I think I think that's all the time we have for today. So right. thank you, Jonathan, for uh, making this time to speak with us. And do thanks, jo- thanks, John. Thanks, Ramsey, and thanks the rest of your team. You know, for having us here today. It's been a pleasure actually talking to you all. Right. Thanks. Mm-hmm.